and welcome to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner, and this is my podcast, where every episode we make a playlist for a life event, moment, or occasion, always with a special guest. And today we're making a special playlist with three special guests. We've got Brittany Nichols, Yasser Lester, and Christella Alonzo, and we're making a playlist that was um, requested by a listener. Don't do that often, but we're doing it this time. Who was the listener? Do you like... Yeah, I'm about to read it. Uh, Thank God. (laughs) Thank God. A listener named Emily, uh, she said, if you are the kind of DJ who takes requests, I would like to request a playlist to psych yourself to be the the only one like you on a job. So that's what we're doing. That is so specific. Well, the beginning of her, uh, she says, my name is Emily. I love your podcast. I think you're the funniest folks around. Okay, I should skip that. That is the yeah, name of the playlist. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. I should have yeah. just said that. Yeah. She goes on to say, I am a queer, <laughs> I'm a queer lady iron worker, and I am usually 100% of the time the only one of those on a job. So that's why she has requested this. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> that there aren't more queer lady iron workers out there. <laughs> I don't know how many iron workers, uh, I, I guess, I, I have no idea about any, any other industries. You could tell me that there's one or 40 million of anything Absolutely. except comedian and Absolutely. I would believe it and we all know there are exactly 40 million comedians <laughs> there's not enough mm-hmm. we actually need more comics yeah <laughs> it's dwindling the that's supply. the one thing I'm always telling people is like you need to get into comedy mm-hmm. for sure yeah too many people are, are not starting podcasts so. <laughs> where are all your podcasts oh, oh God. do we not have one I don't have one. Well, you I kind of oh. do. Mm-hmm. I do. I think I do. <laughs> Is this in the mirror at home alone, Christella? Yeah. No, I actually, I think I put out like three, four episodes a year. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's quarterly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's a quarterly podcast that's supposed to be weekly. Okay. <laughs> you know how... It's life, a short year. Yeah, like <laughs> life happens and then you look back and you're like, wow, that was four months ago. Yeah, I only put my podcast out on leap year, so... <laughs> So your podcast is four years old. Correct. I, I love it when people are like, I am so young because my birthday is on. <laughs> um, yeah, it does not work that way. Um, so we've everyone has um, uh, submitted three songs for the playlist mm-hmm. because I figured all of us have different reasons that we have been the only person like you on a job, right? I mean, I am always the shortest person <laughs> and the coolest. Here comes short, cool Eliza Skinner. That's right. We better, we better get back into our cubbies and uh-huh. look down. I'm always sliding underneath vans, yeah. pulling my hair. Oh. Looking cool. Yeah. I just, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to have a lot of different perspectives on this. Yeah. So, so I, I let a boy do it. <laughs> that's how you got here oh uh, cool <laughs> thanks <laughs> um and are you guys ready to get into this playlist let's do this okay uh britney your song is the first choice what did you choose i wish i, I wish I tell you. people could have seen you shrugging oh. <laughs> uh britney and i worked together on uh drop the mic mm-hmm. where you had you were one of the writers mm-hmm. and so was i Correct. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm like, this is a game show you both should win. You I both know, win. Right? <laughs> uh, Brittany and I worked together on Drop the Mic, and you just got off of, uh, have you just wrapped up the last job that you were working on? Yeah, we just wrapped the room on a Black Lady Sketch Show. Yeah, that sounds very cool. Mm-hmm. How long were you guys working on that? 
10 weeks. Oh, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of ordered lunches, but it's not too many. <laughs> That's how I count jobs. <laughs> <laughs> how many lunches you ordered? ordered. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the whole idea was like, it's so sad that in 2019, we still, that's so groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. But it's so groundbreaking. It really is. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like that was all, how was the room? Great. It was all black women. It was very nuts. Oh, man. That's so <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's way too much talk about nails and weaves. <laughs> how did y'all get it? <laughs> <laughs> Was that the working title of it? (laughs) (laughs) Nails, but nails doesn't end like screws and shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. right. Yeah, subverting the paradigms. I get it. So, yeah, the first choice on the playlist is yours, Brittany. Uh, It's Lift Off uh, by Beyonce, Kanye West, and Jay-Z. I like that you put Jay-Z last. I think it's important that it's just like, and Jay-Z's on. Do you update it as uh, the times change? (laughs) Yeah, just switch out the last artist. (laughs) This was off about Watch the Throne in 2011. Originally, this was supposed to be the lead single on it, supposedly, um, with Bruno Mars vocals, and they never got those Bruno Mars vocals. Could have, could have been Jay-Z, Kanye, Beyonce, and Bruno. Oh, all of them. Yeah. I thought they substituted Beyonce for oh, Bruno Mars. I, that would have been weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got like a crazy amount of writing credits on it. Um, Got Kanye West, Jay Z, uh, Bruno Mars, Seal, uh, produced by Pharrell, Q Tip, John De- Don Jazzy, all kinds of people. Everyone, lots of folks. Me, you, <laughs> did you work on this song? <laughs> yeah. Uh, why'd you pick the song? Um, why did I pick the song? I think that I was drawn to all of those artists, and then I was like, oh wait, they do have that song together. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, do I do three songs or just the one with all of them? <laughs> it was just an economical choice. Uh, it's I like it because it's. Uh, I think the prompt made me think of like going through a shitty situation to like get to another shitty situation. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, like, like one bad job for the next job? Well, or? No, just like the experience of like having to get to these jobs that we all have had just for it to suck. <laughs> like you worked so hard to be like, I am so proud of myself to have gotten to the situation I absolutely hate being in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spoke to that. Yes, all the, the gates that are kept. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's tough because uh, I feel like people think well, as soon as you have an entertainment job it's like wow your life is golden it's mm-hmm. great and yeah and then it does feel weird um almost ungrateful sometimes to be as unhappy as sometimes in them as sometimes they do make you they don't always mm-hmm. but most, most times <laughs> well, I, feel like, I feel like fairly we can say most times <laughs> Sometimes they're great, uh, but uh, I would say thirty percent of the time. Remember you that Tuesday just... you liked? That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like thirty percent of the time you could go, "Wow!" And then another like ten percent, you're like, "I wish I was dead." And then the other sixty percent, you're just like, "Why? What are we doing?" Are we finding that uh, all jobs are bad? Is that yes. what we're saying? Yes, there? yes. In all, like we should all just stop working. 
Gladly. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Gladly I, if nothing ever happened again. I went to this uh, <laughs> this uh, like uh, talk one time at South by Southwest that was apparently they were they, they use science fiction writers uh, at a lot of tech companies because mm-hmm. they've their their th- the theory is we can make anything. We just have to come up with the ideas of what to make. Oh. And these sci-fi people, they're coming up with those ideas. So one of them had written a short story about how about the the first day after work becomes obsolete, what's life going to be like? And I do not understand how that uh, will ever work. <laughs> like, how could you get to a point where there's just no jobs? Well, I mean, wouldn't. Right. Uh, it feels like you're in a sim simulation kind of situation, right? Mm-hmm. Because once you like, once you start dealing with like quantum computing, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, all of it kind of runs. I just feel like we're all just gonna be. Did you guys ever see that Bruce Willis movie where he just plugs up into like a computer and then he's Die just hard? like, no, <laughs> moonlighting? Was it moonlighting? It was moonlighting. <laughs> okay, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And suddenly it it's all called, Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just thinking of that episode. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, number one. <laughs> this is the moonlighting get over of the moonlighting. room. <laughs> I never will. It was fine. I never will. Get over moonlighting. It was fine. And they all hated working there. Wow. Agnes the receptionist always rhymed. <laughs> that was quirky, not annoying. What was the premise? I just realized I don't know the premise. I know the the poster was just like them s- sitting on a crescent moon. The premise was <laughs> that, right? that Sybil Shepard had a whole bunch of money. Yeah. Uh, I think she was like a model or something, and she had invested it in a bunch of uh, kind of fake businesses as sort of I guess investment slash laundering and then she lost all of her money and so all she had left was the investment in this private private detective agency so she had to go work there and that and Bruce Willis was the guy who ran it so she was like this is my place and he's like oh no the boss she's just a chick (laughs) and she's like I got a brain and he's like do ya and they're like we're not gonna kiss and that was the show (laughs) that's cool are you president of the moonlighting fan club (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. I got my hands on a box set and I went to town. I've is never there? seen it, but this is the first opportunity I've had to say that uh, my first trip to LA, I stayed with Sybil Shepherd. What? 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 Like you guys got a room together? Or? <laughs> yeah, we got a Motel 6. Uh, no, I stayed in her home because I went to school with her daughter. Wow. What? <laughs> no. That is like the best is, name drop yeah. ever in the most perfect way ever. I can't believe it's never come up. <laughs> So have you been, do you you go into all podcasts with it just like in the back of your brain? Like it might be this one. No. I might get to lay it down. No, I just, Sybil Card. It took me minutes into you all having that to even remember that that had happened. (laughs) I was mostly thinking that I've never seen the show. And so I don't know what's happening in this conversation. Was she like around a lot? Mm -hmm. We had dinner together. We had a family dinner. Okay. But in all honesty, what is her home address? Be real. Say it Be into the microphone. Be into the up. microphone. What is Sybil Shepherd's address? <laughs> uh, I think this is a great choice to start the playlist. The next song on it is Christella's choice. Uh, my choice is oh, my choice <laughs> is Destiny's Child, Independent Woman, Part One, not Two, Part One. Okay. <laughs> Lucy Liu. My girl, true. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cameron D and Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love. Question, tell me what you think about me. I 
I love pre-song talk. It's one of my favorite parts of any song. So yes, this was on the soundtrack to Charlie's Angels. And it was on their third, and uh, it was on Destiny Child's third album, uh, Survivor, in 2001. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, we've started off with a Beyonce double shot. I know, that's actually good. <laughs> and yet, not a single Beyonce solo. <laughs> Can I say something? Yes. She said the names of the actresses yes. in yes. the movie. I love yes. it. That is, Have you never yes. noticed that? I, I don't think I've ever paid attention to how Dude. insane <laughs> that is. Cameron D and Destiny. Like, they rhymed. But, <laughs> yeah. like, okay, Will Smith, king of yeah. the, the movie, the movie yes. Like, if you were listening to the first Men in Black single, and in the middle of it, he was like, ha-ha, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> You'd be like, ha what? <laughs> Eminem does it in uh, in in uh, Lose Yourself. There's no oh, Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah. Lose Yourself, yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer. Okay, but that was before and he was cast to be. <laughs> that's how he got in. That's how I got it. That was so his official weird. He's just at home, like I should do it. Yeah. I should do the Yo, movie. Yo, they use my name in that song. That's specific as hell. Ah, <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I say you got to do it. You got to do it. They can't turn yeah. the song down. I think it's super fun. It doesn't date it at all. Yeah. Not at all. It makes Not the song timeless. Yeah. Why do you think I picked it in 2019? <laughs> Why did you pick it, Christella? You know, I actually, uh, I really loved Charlie's Angels when it came out. Just because it was kind of fun at that time uh, in movies, you didn't see a lot of movies where women actually took action, mm -hmm. which I thought was very refreshing, but also Destiny's Child, I liked. And it was an evolution to their first song, like Bills, 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 mm -hmm. where they would ask about like, do you pay my bills? My, you know, so, and now they're like independent women. And for me, like the whole thing at that point. <laughs> They've answered their own question. Yes, they did. <laughs> but, you know, for me at that time when the, when the movie came out, I want to say the song, I was living in Texas and I come from such an old school, old world family where women aren't supposed to really have their own like careers, they, you know, and they're not expected to really do do a lot, not mm -hmm. because they're incapable of doing it, but because the opportunities aren't there. Mm -hmm. So for me, that whole idea. Well, that, and also if they're doing stuff at home, that's still a lot to do. <laughs> right. So. Exactly. Well, that's busy. what I mean. It's like that, that thing where it's it's like if you do not get married and you do not have children or the family, then what are you? Mm -hmm. And in my neighborhood, that was a lot of people, you know, the women. Uh, a lot of my friends that went to school, they chose they they wanted to be nurses and teachers. And that was one of the like two of the most popular professions but me i wanted i i loved comedy and i loved doing I mean, but it's like how do you how do you go from there when you grow up in a border town so mm. for me that song was kind of it was a w really weird empowering song for me because i kind of thought actually it's kind of cool that these women of color were talking about what they could do and we don't have we didn't have Latinas in a lot of groups back then, and that song spoke to me. And ever like with the, going along with the theme, it kind of shows you that sometimes you have to really not listen to other people or how they make you feel, mm -hmm. and you kind of remember that you're capable of doing your own shit if you want to. But sometimes, you what need that about the Fanta girls? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I'm diabetic and I can't listen to them. <laughs> 
the Huffington Post is like typing an article as we speak. I know. <laughs> Another question answered. Want a Fanta? No, I don't. Uh, Jag a little pill bad? Fanta yeah. girl good? <laughs> Um, And you're from uh, Texas? Yes, I'm from uh, a little town. As are they. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little little town outside of McAllen, Texas. Mm -hmm. Border town, like it's down south. So yeah, and they're, you know, I mean, they're, they're Houston royalty, so it's kind of inevitable. Wait, you're from a town outside of McAllen? Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, just it's one, one house. Eliza! Eliza! Comedy minds. Thinking some jokes oh out loud. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I think that's a great choice. I love it. And I think it leads perfectly into Yasser's first choice. <laughs> I, there is no if it's the first song that yes, I it think is. It, is it, it Du is. Haas? Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, can we play this in <laughs> by Ramstein? Ramstein. <laughs> <laughs> it was the second single of on of their second album. Uh, send send suck. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ramstein fans. I don't even know. Uh, from 1997. It's been in like every movie. Every movie. Most and notably, The Matrix. All right, we can cut it. We everyone knows the song. <laughs> um, all right, here's the thing. Okay. So <laughs> give it to us. 1997. That would put me at uh, just turning 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is like, so I'm I'm from Marietta, Georgia. This is like, uh, this is a time where things like Jagged Little Pill and like all of these like quote unquote white people music what and white people songs Excuse made me? it into my life. <laughs> so like you had you had your you ought to knows you had your bulls on parade. Duhast made it in there because number one, I, no one remembers the video. It's just this weird kind of short German film where they're implying that they're robbing and killing people, but they never actually show it. It's just them wearing, I don't know if you guys remember the uh, masks from Set It Off. The like yes, weird yeah, I do. They're <laughs> yes, wearing yes, versions yes. of like the Set It Off mask and like they're like just blowing things up. And I was just like, wow, people from Germany seem to be pretty wild. <laughs> How come no one's ever talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> How come all of Europe isn't yeah. always talking about it? It feels like that would be the thing to talk about when talking about Germans. Uh, but Man, was, Germans are wild. They are. Yeah. You know, you, you, you got you to talk to a German. They're Pretzels. Uh, but, like, I, I don't know. It, was, it, it seems like, I don't know. It, it's just so aggressive. And, again, like, the, the flip of that to me, again, was, like, Alanis Morissette. My, my aunt at the time worked at worked in a building that was in the same building as Atlantic Records and being as black as she was uh she would go through <laughs> because they would put their promotional copies of CDs just outside their doors at the end of each night and she would just walk past and just grab it as if she were a custodian <laughs> so i i listened to like all this like i i mean like I listened to like 311's down like 50 times to be like, do I, think, I like this? Like, 
I think whether we wanted to yeah. or not, all of us listened to Three Elevens Down yeah. about 50 times. But like Duhas was like the weird thing that like, it, I don't know, it, it, it was the first like of those songs, again, that and you ought to know, that made me feel like aggression, like, because there were songs that like, there's like No Limit Soldiers by TRU Master P. And I was like, <laughs> this is aggressive. But like Duhas was like, it was the first time that I was like, I'm gonna have to fight somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I was just like, why? <laughs> because of like it generated drums. that feeling, or if yeah. you had that feeling, yeah, it like, was like the first time. It. But like, also keep in mind that like I was maybe four foot three and like twelve pounds. Like I was a you little, were sliding under little, some yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was one of those cool short people. Uh, but yeah, I just it was so aggressive and weird, and like, and it, it definitely like informed my tastes for later. Mm-hmm. That's all. So you guys want when to talk you, about when you got super into uh, just all German music, all German music, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Avicii. I don't know. I don't. Is, that, that, is he German? He's I don't dead. understand how this ties to Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, I, is she? A, does she have a guest oh, track? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Is it later Here, in the song? She <laughs> toured in Germany. Oh, <laughs> oh, they so, got crazy over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. They get wild. Uh, well, I wanted to follow that up by doubling down on the super aggression. So I added uh, "Golden Lady" by Stevie Wonder. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> For like some real floor. Yeah. Punching kind of stuff. Well, Britney started a mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, off of Inner Visions. Um, oh, it's so. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> delicate. Yeah. Um, and I thought this this song kind of stands out on the album for being a. Just like a love song and an album that has that's a, has a lot of like more political social message songs. Right. So I thought this is the this song is the different uh, one the one only one like it on there. Um, and yeah, I just I think kind of the same thing that Christelle you were talking about that that you can be the only one or you can be the special one. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be the golden one. Um, and and I love Stevie Wonder. So that's how that got on there. Nice. No vetoes? No. <laughs> no vetoes. It remains. No. <laughs> yeah. Is that an option? I didn't know. <laughs> how do you veto Stevie no, Wonder? No, you can't. Uh, no. no one that you... He's not blind! <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that is a big conspiracy, I, obviously. But <laughs> can I, I just real quick before we okay. move on. <laughs> Literally, the only reason I'm glad YouTube exists is because every weird thought you've ever had. Like, I wonder if someone's like, actually, yeah, here's a 30-minute video I made. And that one, him catching the mic stand, I've watched that video maybe 30 times. There's a a video of Stevie Wonder (laughs) catching a mic stand. They're like, this blind son of a bitch is lying to us. Um, okay. He can just hear the rhythm of the mic stand. Yeah, he can hear wind. He, he is one with was the Was it mic. raining? Mm-hmm. And is he Daredevil? Is that this how we be... just find out Stevie oh, Wonder is Daredevil? Yeah, man, yeah. that's like heavy shit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Daredevil has some long dreads. <laughs> that's everybody. But they that's start way back. Saved. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Daredevil's helmet starts halfway through his head. Dude, I want that helmet. Like, I want that helmet so wow. bad. Like, I want to get that helmet somewhere. Daredevil shuffles his feet way more than I would expect. He's also humming all the time. Have you heard Daredevil play the harmonica? Wow. It's he, there's no reason for him to do it, but you can tell he, a harmonica solo from Daredevil. Why is Daredevil so superstitious? Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> the next song is Britney's choice, which is my favorite novel. <laughs> yeah, she had these two songs. Uh, one of them this is this is going to surprise you but in it uh the germans are kind of wild yeah Yeah, that's one of those big ones they're talking about (laughs) um this one is by childish gambino it's called we ain't them uh i really like it because at the end there's a line that says uh don't let white people tell you how to feel Mm -hmm. and that's uh what i like sean to Um, and this was off of Royalty in 2012. Wow. He's pretty good. I think this kid has a future. I would say at that point in time, no one would have agreed with you. <laughs> uh, I mean, every improv student would have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they did, yeah. Um, I don't know what industry that dude is going to conquer next. Um, Maybe like special effects makeup. Construction. Yes. I mean, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. If he was like, I'm in this game now. Okay. There we go. Great. <laughs> Redefined Great. it. I didn't know you could win awards in this, but <laughs> congrats. <laughs> uh, Brittany, we learned a little bit about their backgrounds. Where are you from? I'm from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Okay. Uh-huh. Moving on. <laughs> how did you end big up? Snapple. How did you end up in uh, in Sybil's house? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how do you go from Chicago to Sybil Shepherd's uh, den? Uh, there were a couple of stops. <laughs> <laughs> so you took a train. Yeah. Took a train <laughs> to a bus. Um, I was living in the Bay Area. Uh, and I was doing freelance marketing consulting and then running sports camps for kids when I decided I wanted to work in television. And that was basically the only person I knew in L.A. was Sybil Shepherd's daughter. <laughs> and I hit her up like, can I stay with you? Huh. Yeah. So like you a went- pretty big ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there. Um, to be fair, I don't know that I knew that Sybil Shepherd was her mom. I think I was just like, oh. can I stay at your place? And then okay. that reveal came. And I was like, ah, ah, ah. Okay. Also, a- you're lying. <laughs> you absolutely I mean, know. that had no. to be what everyone talked about at school, right? Yeah. No, what? <laughs> so she has, they were, okay. Sybil Shepherd was on the L word. Yes, and also was. her daughter was on the L word. Her other daughter. Mm-hmm. The actor and I daughter. I think. I knew that the daughter was, but I don't think that I knew that the daughter was in real life Sybil Shepherd. Because on the show, they're mother and daughter. Right. I didn't know that in real life they were also mother and daughter. So I knew that my friend's sister had been on the L word. 
but didn't know that Sybil Shepherd was you the didn't real know her life TV mom ma. was her mom mom. Yes. Mm, okay. So I was like, oh, I'm going to see Molly from the L Word. That was where my <laughs> excitement was coming in. <laughs> okay. Um, I, uh, I my first Thanksgiving in L.A. was with Alfre Woodard. What? what? <laughs> I, to be fair, my second one was with her also, so that was weird. Oh, that makes it normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. After my second year, I was like, I guess every Thanksgiving I go to Alfre Woodard's house. Wait, how does that happen? Yeah. Um, my friend Baron went to school with, well, went to the same school as she did, and they had like a, a big alumni situation huh. where mm. people take care of people. And wow, that's great. That included me getting some gumbo. So, Oof. Wow. I yeah. love a good gumbo. Yeah. yeah. We should call Afro right now. <laughs> <laughs> you should have eaten before the podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> I feel like we're going to keep getting pulled in this direction. The podcast is now about gumbo. Everyone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, because our next song is Gumbo Time by Kids Bop. No. <laughs> uh, no, our next song is Christella's Choice. Uh, my next song is, where is it? Oh, oh, it's uh, A Tribe Called Quest, We the People, from their last album. Ooh. Off of we got it. we got it from here. Thank you for your service from 2015. Uh, uh. We don't believe you, cause we the people are still here in the rear, yo. We don't need you. You ain't a killing off good young nigga mood. When we get hungry, we eat the same fucking food. The ramen noodle. The simple noodle is so maniacal. So why this was my favorite album of the year. It still remi- it remains one of my favorites of all time, just because it came in at such a perfect time. And that song right there has a lyric that isn't played right now, but it's later on in the song that I think encapsulates this industry for so many people, where they talk about like um, like how they ignore street art and street smarts, and they have all these statistics, like all these statistics and stuff, but it's not real because they don't know they they don't know what's out there, and if they don't give credit to people that came from the streets or come from a different like you know uh, world than what they're than the gatekeepers, they're never there's never going to be an even level of competition because you you never allow people like me or like other people to really be honest and tell our truths so that we can actually see and connect with other people out there that don't get that chance to be represented. Like I love that song for that. Because when I first heard that song, I thought, fuck, that is so true for so many. That you go in and like in writer's room sometimes, if you end up in in the quote unquote wrong room, they'll tell you what your life is like. Mm -hmm. And they'll put like a filter to it. And then you're like, wait, but that's nothing remotely close to how the fuck it was. They're like, no, 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 but this is how they want to hear it. And it's like, but who's they? They'll always say they, but who the fuck is they? You know, and for me... That song right there, especially like the chorus talks about like black people got to go, Mexicans got to go. And, you, and the whole chorus is talking they about got to go. Like, yeah, like to like, the bathroom. Like they all. <laughs> 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 like, I mean, it's the politics know. are always around the bathroom. No, you know, they, they talk about black people, Mexican, gay, poor, like everybody has to go Muslims. And in that song, you realize that what they're talking about is this perception that everything has to stay as, uh, as as pure and as classic as it always has been, and it's really hard for new people to break in. And I think that that right there encapsulates so much of this industry, and that's why when you get 
different voices that come in. That's why like a show like Insecure, when it came in, it was mind blowing because it was so different. Like Atlanta, when it came in, it's like, whoa, what the hell? It's like, yo, the, these people, like people like this have been around forever. Like where the fuck are these stories? They've been mm -hmm. around forever. It's just that you finally decided to give people the chance to tell it. And that for me, that's why that story, like that for me, that was the, the song that I thought fit this playlist for me, like the best. Yeah, yeah, it's, they, they don't pay attention to it. The, the, uh, the status quo doesn't pay attention until they can steal it and make it their own thing and yeah. commodify it in their own way. And it's weird because it's not even about just color. It's like disability, like sexual class. orientation, class. It's just like, it's so specific. And we just, how many times, you know, it's that thing where as a first generation Mexican-American coming from like a mom and a brother who were undocumented, I had to assimilate to this culture my entire life, but it doesn't work the other way. Mm -hmm. uh, the people don't have to assimilate to my, con my well, culture and, at all. And for, <laughs> so, for so long, there was no acknowledgement or awareness of that on the other side. It was, yeah, we're, we're all in an equal playing field. They're just, I don't know, weird. Seems like there's more of us in these rooms. For no reason, right. not like oh, there's huge yeah. systemic things. Uh, yes, this absolutely. is not. You, people don't have the same volume uh, at at the, at the table. Yeah. yeah, no. So that to me, I mean, that album is just gold from beginning to end to me, and that song is like just it's my it's one of my favorite tracks. Yeah, is it, is it's fine. Oh wow. <laughs> I don't agree okay, with Okay, we'll any get to it. your next uh, <laughs> your next German industrial song. Um, like, this is just two guys in their garage <laughs> <laughs> opening and closing the door. <laughs> and then your third one is yeah. from the sound of music. Yeah. <laughs> Soundtrack. <laughs> it's really Austrian, but yeah. I feel like it still works. It was before the annexation. Um <laughs> My next song is uh, is very specific. It's uh, Migos from uh, the album Culture 2. The song is Too Much Jewelry, but specifically at 2 minutes and 45 seconds. Oh, so, oh, I didn't know we could jump. I should have. Oh, oh, because there's something phenomenal that happens at well, 2 minutes hopefully and people will seconds. go and listen to this entire playlist and all yeah. the songs in their entirety and even Here maybe buy them. <laughs> Conducted so. all of that in an almost balletic fashion. So, <laughs> I thought here's I was why. watching Quincy Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did you start... did you produce that track? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna start spilling everyone's secrets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell um, us who you don't like. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like that song is so number one now knowing that our sweet Emily is like an iron worker mm -hmm. and it's about jewelry, metals. Go. Look at it, it's all connecting. Uh <laughs> but but in terms of just like feeling like that person at your job at, at two minutes and forty five seconds because the song is hitting the whole way through. Then it stops and it goes into like a Roger and Zap like 
uh, it's not auto tune. What, what do they call it when it's uh, uh, oh, uh, robot voices? Yes. Okay. Vocoder. Sorry. <laughs> robot voices. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, and to like, I don't know, it almost like resets the song and to me feels like the moment, like from closing your car door into walking into the building and being like, look, y'all hate me anyway. Here's me wearing a bunch of jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> I spend all my money on this because I'm stupid. So, so anyway, yeah, that is that is that's truly. I I wish there was. Uh, there's nothing deeper about it. It's literally that's all I think about when I hear that song. <laughs> I love the like the thing that the 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 the. The things that can be pointed out as differences, um, traditionally being made, being like something to be made fun of or put down for, and then being reclaimed as like this. It, th- that's right. I got right. too much jewelry. Exactly. That is my yeah. fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Deal with that. Yeah. Now let's go have lunch. Yeah. Um, and it's also just funny to me that someone's just like, you know, honestly, Migos is empowering. <laughs> 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 but I, I think they are. I mean, I think it's back to what Cristela was saying that like yeah. all these different voices that weren't heard before, each new one yeah, is like, yeah. hey, that's a little bit like me. That's right. a little bit uh, like another part of me. Yeah, yeah. And now that's acknowledged. Yeah. Exactly. My flashy shirts. This the song has, is Quavo and Takeoff, but no offset. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Wow. I, I got to say Offset is like oh you are getting Quincy Jones. <laughs> I, 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 here's the thing I don't know him, but I'll say this: Takeoff is actually the most talented member of Migos. Quavo is the swaggiest, and Offset just makes the most noise publicly. <laughs> like he's the one who's just like I, I'll I'll shoot somebody, and you're like uh, we, we don't need you to do that. I feel like you're breaking them down like uh, like like Care Bears. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's also, that's cool. Like this is what his little chest yeah, yeah, symbol yeah. means. Offsets is a gun <laughs> and unpaid stare. child support checks. <laughs> um, that's all. That's yeah. my Migos theory if you guys want to uh, Yeah. Listeners. Love the feeling of that. that yeah, the walking in and what kind of. Just what kind of like, bullshit oh, is going to be in this room? Yeah, what am I? Just like, is it oh, going to be God. good? It's going to be bad. It's probably going to be bad, as <laughs> <Yeah>. he said. <laughs> Should Migos star in uh, an, a new Alvin and the Chipmunks? <gasps> oh my God! Yes. <laughs> oh my God! But they are owned by a huge chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> So they're three little dudes yeah. who live with this giant chipmunk, chipmunk who's like, ah, they broke something again. <laughs> Brittany, you just wrapped up. Go pitch that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's all you. I love oh, it. I love she, it. She just can't stop making shows. I know. Yeah. <laughs> just falling out of you. Oh, goodness. Um, what do you What do you like better? You like acting? You like writing? Here's the thing. I moved out here for writing, and so that will always be my number one. <laughs> Acting is fun, but also there's, and I don't even mean it. We can same. currently see you on uh, Black Monday. Black I Monday yes. on Showtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I'll also say that like writing is. I hate to be like this, but there is something more pure about writing i feel like even if the idea is rejected it's like at least i said it okay no one liked it whatever 
But like acting, y'all know, it's just like, say these words, you have to look like this, stand here when you do it. It's like, by the time you've done any of it, it's just like, why, like, why am I here? I've been up since three in the morning. And like now, like I get why people have nervous breakdowns. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we still had a whole show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I can't writers, imagine. Writers have nervous breakdowns too. Yes, absolutely. They absolutely you're... do. But I'll say that there's, it, yes, there's pressure in being a writer, but like if, like, you're not a writer who also has to then constantly be in front of people week to week. That's what I, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, even then, like the writing is carried more. If someone thinks a show sucks there, most times they're not like, let me find the writers. You know what I'm saying? They're just <laughs> even like, though that is whose fault it is. I know, <laughs> but they go after, you know, like they're just like, I don't like the girl from this is us. And you're like, why? What? <laughs> She ju- this is a job to her. You they, know what they I think mean? The cast like, does everything. Yeah, like exactly. Crafty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exactly. Every- yes. Yes. Yeah. As as a writer, uh, on. Very often, that's frustrating when it's good stuff, and they're yeah. like, "Wow, that girl right. wrote this exactly. song. Kind of a great yeah, thing yeah, to yeah, say." Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. "Fine, yeah, like, that was me." I will say that, that uh, lesbians know, and they will find you. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Lesbians will be like, "I will find the gaffer who <laughs> <laughs> and move in with her." <laughs> and and why is that? <laughs> I think because they just get more invested in any piece of media that speaks to them uh-huh. slash us. Uh, and so then once you want to know who made the person say the words, you start to realize that this is the case for stuff. all shows. Mm-hmm. And once you have that information, look out. <laughs> <laughs> you can aim it at just anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, I feel like when you're writing that you're the beginning of that process, so yeah. it feels like you have control. Yeah, um, because it's all being created in your brain, and then when that gets taken away, that's when your nervous breakdown happens. Right, when you're like, but that's not what was in my brain. Yeah. And then as an actor, it's been in so many different brains until it gets to you. Right, and then it gets edited a bunch after it. So yeah, you're kind of swinging right in the middle of that. Like, yeah. what part of me is part of this? I, it, it almost seems like all of it is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> We should all just start going to puppet shows in hometowns. The only pure art is podcasting. (laughs) So I've been trying to tell people. That's why I'm here with Sweet Eliza right now. The last real art. And your podcast again is? My Brother's Sneaker. Yeah. Where we talk about sneakers. (laughs) (laughs) The last pure art. The second last pure art. Sneakers and podcasts. Two pure arts talking (laughs) in conversation. I mean, when they come out with a sneaker that's about a podcast, yeah. wow, oh, look out. Imagine the My Favorite Murder Ones. <laughs> <laughs> so many people would buy those. Oh, in a heartbeat. Oh, you would sure. have so many girls in like cute cotton dresses rocking those giant sneakers. I'll say this. I see a lot of My Favorite Murder sure bumpers. Sneakers. Wait, is it? Yes, oh, they are. 100%. <laughs> Just yeah. like the feel I'm of tall and intimidating now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the my favorite murder crowd Venn diagrams it's two giant circles on top of each other with Harry Potter like always I so, had to say that I mean there's a lot of murder in Harry Potter right right yeah. but it's magic murder right it would be kind of amazing if there were, I mean, this is probably the next J.K. Rowling uh, you know announcement that like actually they also <laughs> just beat the shit out of people with fists in alleys sometimes be so weird like, <laughs> like what we're going muggle style yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
No magic, all knuckles. <laughs> yeah, they love it. Uh, that's how you know you're really hard. Um, Muggle stuff. <laughs> the next song in the playlist is Cold Rock a Party by MC Light. I love this song. <laughs> It's the Bad Boy remix. I hope that's okay. Yes. Okay, great. Because, you know, again, I wanted to get uh, some others in here. So yeah, I, yeah. that this has Missy. Yeah. And obviously Puffy. I believe he was Puffy at this point. Yeah. Sean Combs. With his textbook half-awake flow. <laughs> <laughs> his I'm conference calling this in flow. <laughs> While I create a vodka and an earring. <laughs> can we get can we get these up a little bit? Yeah. Uh, I love MC Light. And I put this on. I uh, I decided to view it as sort of an existential thing. Um, like I rock, uh, I rock the party that rocks the body. In that. <laughs> I wish you could see the face right now. That was beautiful. <laughs> the party being the soul, the self. The body being just the thing the, the thing that we ride around on the earth. The vessel. In. The vessel. Yes, just the vessel. It's a vessel. So all are we all not parties <laughs> within bodies? <laughs> I'm so no matter what rate. so what you may be ma- made to feel about the body, you rock the party <laughs> within. This is interesting. Thank you. This Thank you. This is what my you, uncle been telling you should me hear about. My, you should hear my take on cappuccino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and roughneck. Wow. Yeah. Um, I almost put on, uh, uh, bring it up, the um, uh, uh, Missy and Janet Jackson thing. And I wasn't sure how we feel about Janet Jackson. What do you mean? Well, in light of the Michael Jackson. Oh. What? That's, Look. That's Janet. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's Janet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my that was my that was my initial Yo, take. That, that was she was penny on good times before anything. Yeah. Like, that was my that was my initial take, but yeah. then I was like, well, is there some sort of like uh, who knew what and blah and uh, so I, we're, Let me let me be very clear. I don't <laughs> all right okay all right well then janet could have been w- holding the camera and i would have been like well wait, wait, are we gonna take down everybody <laughs> yes this goes back to your rejection of cancel culture yeah, yeah. and that it has been one cancel too far yes for you absolutely uh-huh uh-huh you've been uploading a bit torrent and i'm like oh oh now we're going after janet <laughs> Uh, okay, well then, Black Cat is replacing all of the songs. In okay, this perfect. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the best song. Uh, that be it, it's got to be pretty wild that like your brother is Michael Jackson. He just shows up like with a seven-year-old boy wearing that's a what I'm wedding saying. ring, and you're like, "All right, well, I guess He's we'll finish the barbecue." Weird again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was always like, wow, it was kind of shitty of Michael to wait until whatever, like 92 to do scr- to do a song with Janet. And now yeah. maybe Janet was like, I yeah. don't want to do yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. uh, it just makes me want to scream. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where we go with it. <laughs> and we'll put us... I'll put us in space where there are no <laughs> boys. 
Yes, only women and aliens. Um, grown adult women. Speaking, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the next song. My final song mm-hmm. is Sun Hands by Local Natives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really turn up to this song. <laughs> you wouldn't think it, yeah. but I do. This was from their debut album, Gorilla Manor, in uh, 2009. They're a, a, an I L.A. band. The top of a hill, but I had just missed the sign. And although the descending arc was gone, how'd you, how'd you find that? The traces that always uh, you know... I think I had a little bit of a hipster phase. Uh, oh, a little bit? <laughs> you? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it was right before I moved to LA, and I was just very into like finding new music. I was all over the blogs. Uh, and Were you I, like, like leaving like mean comments? I was. Like, not. How dare you? <laughs> the weirdest thing I did was there was some website where you could be the DJ, and then the room was just like other people on the internet. And then if they liked the song, then their little, like, person, cartoon person would, like, bob their head along. Oh, that's cute. And I did that for a while, and that's, like, how I discovered a lot of stuff. Uh, but then one time I played, uh, God, what was it? It was, oh, man, why can't I remember the name of this band? The Collected Speeches of Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no one's head bobbed, but I knew I was right. <laughs> Wow, I can't finish the story because I can't think of the band. Uh, I'll drop it in later, but I will say what Yasser just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just keep going with that. That's, that's the best answer. Damn it. But anyway, it was the, like a, a, a very hipster band, but dr- it was a remix with Drake. Mm-hmm. And I played that and people hated it. And then oh. I never went back to that website because mm-hmm. I was like, you all are fucking fools. Why did they hate it? Because it wasn't like the original or... I, I don't know. I don't know if it was the Drake of it all or if they didn't like the band themselves. I couldn't I couldn't tell. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I was not familiar with them. Uh, they're uh, based in Silver Lake. Um, and yeah, this was their from their first album. They are described as Afro-pop influenced guitars with hyperactive drumming and hooky three-part harmonies. All white. <laughs> They're all white. Uh, yeah, could you tell from the three-part harmony? Yeah. Afro pop influenced guitars. Oh goodness. Um, so you say, do you super jam on this? Uh, where where are you jamming on this? Is this like a <laughs> treadmill jam? Is this a uh, putting on your headphones, shutting everybody out at work jam? Uh, now it's a car jam, but at the time I think it was, I was just in my apartment by myself constantly. And so it was probably just an off my Walmart laptop jam. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Before I had a Mac, before the Mac days. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, it's, you know, there's a part of the song where it's like, uh, I will endure the night so that I will like see the sun. And I feel like that's like a lot of what I feel like my career is, is just, Enduring the hardship to hopefully get to like a brighter pasture. <laughs> Have you had moments of brighter pasture? Oh yeah, for sure. What what defines a brighter pasture? What are the criteria? You I need? think just not having a terrible time. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, like the 
do you think, but are we saying like the final product or the pathway to it? Because I feel I like you could have like, you can have a good time working on a show that ends up not being what you want it to be. That's, yes, that's true. Um, I think it's probably a combination of both of enjoying the experience and also making a final product that is um, sort of why I got into this and what I am trying to add to the world. And uh, that production just having the sort of value that I seek out in the things that I work on and want to see made, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Next song. Deep. Is yours. Uh, my last song is a classic for me. It's from a little-known duo called uh, DJ's Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, and it is Summertime. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those songs that I have a hard time not putting on every playlist. <laughs> it was released in May of 1991 as the lead single from their fourth studio album, Home Base. Here it is, a groove slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the norm. Tommy Lee Jones. That's how that movie got made. People forget that line from this song. That's how it got made. I hope one day to work with Tommy Lee Jones. If anybody listening, pick up the phone. If I have to do a gay scene, I won't kiss that man. Bill Cosby told me not to do it. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot that part. Oh, God. Uh, I don't think I know this story. Oh, yeah. that was, um, what was it? Seven? Seven separate six degrees of separation six degrees of separation yeah um, will smith has a homosexual kiss and yeah and he refused to do the actual kiss so they sort of like move out of frame it's i think they're in like in the back of a, yeah. a, a carriage in central park wow. and it's, yeah and it's because but Bill it's his first Cosby like told him not to <laughs> Swear to God. Mm -hmm. yeah. it, and it was his first dramatic role so yeah. i guess he had done the fresh prince right and this was his yeah. i'm gonna be a big mm. star move that's disappointing yeah, yeah, it was very disappointing as a teen. <laughs> I rented that movie for a reason, and I did not get to see that reason. Eliza, you gotta rent the movie. Two fellas kiss each other. <laughs> well, I'm short and cool. I better kick myself a blockbuster. Hey, man, you like what you like. I like yeah. what I like. <laughs> oh, goodness. Why did you pick this song? Uh, a couple reasons, actually. It's, um, it's one of those songs that when it came out... Uh, it was summer, I was a kid, and I remember those summers being so easy. A bit of a break from the norm? <laughs> a little bit. It's like j just a break from the monotony. You know? I, I like the breakdown of the of the day. I, I like the breakdown of what happens now as an adult. Getting to the mall to get a short set? Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. It, it just, it's so cool because like, you invited to do a barbecue the start and the four. Like, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And it's, it, you know, it's that thing where for me, it reminds me how sometimes, especially when I had my show, I was in the writer's room and I had a partner that I ended up not getting along with and we don't talk at all. And it's because um, I feel like in order to have a good writer's room, you need to let the writers go live their life. And you can't make the show everything in someone's life because if the writers can't go live their life, then they have nothing to write about. Mm -hmm. And for me, that song was always something that I thought a writer's room should be created where on the weekends and at a certain point in the evenings, 
we break and we go have those experiences so that we can come back and want to work on the show. And it's that thing, you know, because for me, I don't know about you guys, but like for me, I noticed all the time wasted during the day in writer's room where we could have written and, you know, people are like doing their own shit and everything. And then finally in the afternoon, it's like, oh, now it's getting late. We got to do this shit. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, why weren't we doing this earlier? Like people got shit. They got kids. They got a life. Like, so for me, every time I got frustrated, I used to like listening to the song because it reminded me that it was all bullshit. It's just at the end of the day, it's a job. And if it's not going to make you happy, then it's not fucking worth it. You know, and this is like a good, happy song to remind you that those experiences made me happy listening to when I listen to the song it makes me smile and those experiences don't talk about work yeah you know and it's just about what really makes him happy what makes everybody happy and work is not involved but that day you can write about that day and make it work you know, yeah you're like, you can yeah. actually you can write a movie or a show about that day because there's shit there to talk about yeah. and for me it's like that's how you get that's how you get good work out of people you let them come in with their own fucking story and it could be something mundane and you can't criticize them and say, that's not big enough. That's not da da da. It's like, is it real to you? Let's fucking do something. Let's make something out of that. And for me, like that is a therapeutic song mm -hmm. where I'm just like, that's the kind of day I want. Like I, I would kill to have a fucking day like that. Well, and you know I mean? it's also about having different like having a personality like those are yeah. that that's the stuff that creates a personality Absolutely. and you want different personalities in a room you don't you don't want the same like six of the same person 12 of the same person Absolutely. and i think there is like in some people's mind you you do like some people are like right. I, I want everyone i want writers just like me to write just right. but i'm like unless you've only got one person in the show and they are very two dimensional i want to be taught like honestly when i'm in a room when i'm at work or anything I want, I want to be able to, to learn shit I didn't know. Mm -hmm. That's what makes you better, too. Like, yeah. when you learn shit, you know? And in order to learn shit, you got you to gotta admit that you don't know everything. And for me, like, Well, again, I don't agree with that. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you're well-prepared, you do know everything. <laughs> no, but I, to me, it's just, it's one of those songs I can't smile. Like, I cannot not smile when I listen to it. And that song is so old, and it still has that... It's a nostalgic happiness that I think yeah. I wish we had more of uh, as adults. I wish you would have ended at I can't smile. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, what? Did you know Cristela Alonso can't smile? Bad Botox. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very, God. very Hollywood. Um, I saw a cut to me in your room trying to pretend that I have a life. Yeah. 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 Sunday I got on a, a water slide. I guess I could go uh, buy a short set. Yeah. <laughs> I had court on the cob. Yeah. Yeah. Is this believable? <laughs> Oh. Man, Brittany yeah. does crazy shit every weekend. <laughs> that is crazy. She bought a horse. <laughs> yeah, she just got inspired yeah. one day and started going nuts horse. on the weekend. And that's yeah. how two broke girls came. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> little dagger wow. at the end. Uh, this song. <laughs> This song um, makes me sad that there aren't that, that, that I don't hear this style of rap anymore. That's just like going through the day. Like I feel like that was kind of almost yeah. a genre. Like yeah. well, this is our day from you know maybe not morning. Sometimes we can get some yeah. breakfast references yeah. in there. Um, but go through <laughs> go through the whole day and uh, and it was and a you're right. Day. It's, like I, exactly. You know, yeah, exactly like, what I'm thinking I'm of. That's a great song and it's true. It's like I've always said that rap. I loved rap because I grew up. Uh, 
with a lot of Mexican music, like a lot of um, like ballads. Mm-hmm. And in the ballads, the ballads would tell you usually like they're about like cartels or cowboys or something and they fight and they die. And like that's typical Mexican music that I grew up with, not all Mexican music before people get on my ass. But it's like that <laughs> thing where, you know, but then um, I discovered rap when I was in junior high, it had already been around for years, but again, I lived in such a tiny town that it took years for anything to get down there. To get to the house? (laughs) (laughs) Just one lone rapper. Uh, My car broke down. (laughs) I got this assignment from the rap council. I'm supposed to come here and rap. Drop that beat. We had Bell only. And it was mariachi. (laughs) We got Bell. We couldn't afford Biv or (laughs) Devon. They came one year. By the third year, you got all three. And we're like, oh, I get it now. She was poisoned. (laughs) (laughs) That girl was. We'll tell you in a year. (laughs) Cliffhanger. It it was that thing where... um, I fell in love with rap like that that described what the life and days were like because it it was to me it, it seemed similar to the Mexican ballads that I grew up with huh. where they actually told a story about someone you know and then yeah. it evolved to where now a lot of it w- that became very popular that I got exposed to was very like uh, we're going to the club and we're going to do this and it just we need that but I kind of miss the a whole of, life? Yeah, I, I miss the whole life. That's yeah. you know, that's why like for me, Kendrick Lamar was so excited when he came on because I was like for me, he was like a throwback to a lot of the rappers that I used to like where you actually talk more about stuff that, that was related to me. Yeah. You know? I mean for right. me, this felt like uh so I, I grew up in Richmond, Virginia. Um and I was usually the only white kid in my classes in my neighborhood and um or one of a small handful. And what I saw on TV of places like my neighborhood was, this is a scary area. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, it's a basketball court in the city. <laughs> Something bad's gonna happen. And then this song was like, this is so fun. Yes. And I was like, that feels much yes. more real to me. Yeah. And like... Because I, I didn't need to be like, should I, is there something scary here that I'm not yeah. noticing? Like, no, this is right. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that and uh, Around the Way Girl. Oh, um, Around the Way Girl which was great. Which I was I like, all right, yeah, I right. have a checklist of things to do. And <laughs> uh, I, I need more bamboo earrings, <laughs> at least two pair, <laughs> no. and a lollipop. Oh, oh. <laughs> is that what you're wearing them right now? <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, as a little kid, I was like, that's how to be a sexy lady. <laughs> I think that style of rap is coming back. I think first yeah. we're going to hit rap that is just exclusively ad-libs. There are no lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's going to come all back Lucy around. Lou. Story it's all Lucy Lou. Turn it up in my headset. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy Liu. <laughs> I would oh. honestly listen to a song that was all just a beat and, and people's uh, intro like yeah. whatever yes. mutterings and then like a skirt skirt like yeah. thrown yeah. in yeah. <laughs> oh yeah very up my alley yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i so we're, we're talking a lot about our industry what we know um but the the original question was from obviously a slightly different industry mm-hmm. and i think that it all um applies but before we get to our last two songs um what kind of if you had to offer advice to someone preparing for their first day at a place where they think they will be the only one of them. What what advice do you have? Pack a lunch? 
pack a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you will be eating alone. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, here's the thing. Realistically, um, this has been said before in countless, countless ways, but at the end of the day, you're not going to be happy unless you're 100% yourself. Like, it's just impossible, you know? And so you kind of have to go in being like, either people will hate me or they will like me or it'll be split down the middle. But any sort of like, here's the thing. You can compromise in in terms of like there's just certain things that people do that annoy me. Like, you know, when people are like, I'm just keeping it real. You're fat. And you're like, well, that's uh, not keeping it real. Yeah. You're just I got to be being, honest. Being, I hate you. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so it's like that kind of stuff you don't need to do. But I'm saying like in terms of like the core values of who you are, you, you know, for the most part, you can't change, nor should you want to change those things. So it's like just you just have to be prepared either way for whatever people's reactions are but you will only be happy is if you serve yourself and not in a selfish way but serve yourself and who you are and your values and like kind of be your own north star otherwise you will and i i mean it in our industry i mean it anywhere else i think the, it's true for any machine, relationship the, your relationship too any any machine you are about to become a part of is designed to eat you alive because that's the way the machine works, right? It needs to feed in order to continue. So if if you want to if you want to rage against that, uh, no, uh, but, but really, yeah, you just have to. I, you just always have to be prepared to be yourself one hundred percent of the time in, in any given situation. Otherwise, you will you will immediately regret it. I find. I 100% agree. That was going to be uh, my advice as well. I also think <laughs> no, it wasn't. Just, no, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. What, what? I don't have anything else to say except Dang exactly it. what he said. Um, yeah, because I think that when you're going to those situations, a lot of times people don't know what to expect, and so you're sort of in a a smooth situation because you can just be whoever you are, and maybe they'll just attribute anything they don't like to whatever identifier you are. <laughs> and like, oh, oh, that's just how those kind of people who, are. Yeah, yeah. Who knew black lesbians loved stepbrothers? It like, <laughs> <laughs> was like all of them. They all love that film. And I never would have known. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that in my experiences, I've always, the older I've gotten, I've realized, and, and I'm only 40, but I realized Yikes. that... Yikes. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> 40? <laughs> I didn't know numbers went that high. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm out of That's here. literally how I feel in Dude. LA. <laughs> like, when there's just like, a cliff. Earlier? There's no more numbers. <laughs> when you said 1997 and you were 13, I'm like, oh, shit. That <laughs> math I'm does not come Five here. years <laughs> younger. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but, you know, um, I realized when I was younger and I was the first like the only one like me on a job um I questioned myself a lot because people made me feel like I had to question myself meaning that um because I was uh you know different people could be a little condescending towards me because they thought that um because I was different and by by this I mean not I don't necessarily mean like Latina or just a woman in you know whatever um, there was a job that I had 
where I was a, a server at uh, the Keel Center in St. Louis, where they, uh, well, now it's not the Keel Center, but back then it's where the St. Louis Blues play. And I got fired from that job because my boss thought I was on drugs. Because but not the ones you were on? I got totally different I got fired because I was so, I was in such a good mood huh. and so like bubbly that they thought I had to be on drugs. So Whoa. they like fired me because I was, because everybody that I worked with was not happy, you know, and they couldn't understand how I could be happy in that environment if I was the only one. And I remember I got fired because they thought I had a drug problem and it was as th- and right there. Like the podcast is about being different, you know, but in that situation, my personality made me different and they thought, well, everybody seems to be not happy here and you are. So there's something wrong with you. Little did they know though. I mean, that was one of the first jobs I had. I was really excited that I had a job I come from a really poor family and I was able to, that was the first time in my life where I could afford to live by myself and I didn't have food stamps. So it was like a big deal for me, you know, but those people never asked why I was happy. They just assumed why I was happy. And for me, you know, my mom used to always say, I try not to, I try not to discriminate because I know what it's like to be discriminated against. And I don't want anyone feeling like that. Yeah. And for me, that's why, I try, the, the advice that I give is, honestly, if you get any problems from anyone, understand that at times it's nothing to do with you. You're just the excuse because a lot of times people can't accept that they have their own shit to deal with and you're easier to say it's you than them. But overall, it's like you're there for a reason. Yeah. Whatever job you're in, you got it for a reason. And they can tell you that you probably got this job because of A, B, and C, but they don't fucking know. They're guessing. You got the job because you were maybe good enough unless you're like Lori Laughlin's kid. <laughs> you know, but that's my that's my advice. Um, I think that's great. I think that's all great advice. And I, I would only add um, something that I have found helpful when I'm walking into rooms where like I know I'm the only woman um, is don't assume, assume the best and assume everybody's going to be on your side and you may be surprised at who ends up being your greatest allies. Um, yeah. And pack a lunch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Don't, don't pack a lunch. Everybody will think you're weird. Order from where everybody's ordering from. Um, pack on the second day. Um, thank you guys so much. I think this is a great playlist. Uh, thank you. For I really love the it. songs. I like how a lot of them complimented each other. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think they all work together. Where can people find you guys? Um, the trap. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? For an asshole. Always in the trap. <laughs> He's in the trap. <laughs> um, what? Uh, yeah, we're all on Twitter, right? <laughs> yeah, this is now, if, if that's how, if you want people to follow you yeah, on Twitter uh, or we're Instagram. Like, we're like the Migos of Twitter. Yeah, There's three yeah, of us, yeah, one yeah. account. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Wh- okay. Uh, yeah, sir, what? you go first. Okay. Oh, God. At 
uh, Yasser, Y-A-S-S-I-R, underscore Lester, L-E-S-T-E-R. That's the name. That's also my Venmo name if you want to <laughs> come through with a couple of dollars Get for some more boy. jewelry. Yeah. Yeah. He needs another yeah. necklace. This is a Patreon <laughs> podcast. Now. The, the jewelry's not free. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah. Um, and uh, and my brother sneaker. Yeah, my brother sneaker. Yes, mm-hmm. that it's all on. Uh, you can find it's, it on it's the all, Twitter. It's all, yeah, you got the info all, on the yeah, bio. Yeah, it's all there. All of Brittany, uh, I'm at B is hilarious on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and I have a podcast called Brand New Podcast. We are on hiatus, but you can find <laughs> some uh, old apps. It's a brand. <laughs> it's called Brand New, and it's on hiatus. <laughs> Uh, I almost wanted to always be on hiatus and you can start other podcasts so that one can be pure on its side. Love that. (laughs) And... (laughs) Uh, I'm at Twitter and Instagram at Christella9. There you go. Why the nine? Um, Interesting story. (laughs) <laughs> oh wait! Did you get like shut down before and have to like start a whole thing? I got thing? shut down. I had I had a and God, I want to say I had like sixty thousand followers on Twitter, and then my, one day my account was gone. Someone was like, "Build that firewall." I had to. I, I had to. <laughs> Come on, that was wow. that was a Yo, tech no, joke. Wow. That was a Trump joke. Yo, <laughs> So Texas hilarious. That was so right, hilarious. Finally. Oh my god. Finally. Oh my god. god that it's was hard so to be recognized as a genius funny. anymore. <laughs> so we're pitching this as a show. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good room. I think it's a good Yes, but I need you all to go live your life. Oh. <laughs> Listen to summertime. That's mostly why I want to work for you. Because uh. I don't want to work. I just want to, oh, just want to be at a barbecue. So Family reunion every day. <laughs> I picked the number nine. because Yeah, and so then uh, I had to start all over on Twitter and stuff. But actually, um, I've had that before. Number nine is just my favorite number. When I, um, I didn't know anything about social media or websites and stuff, and people took my name. Uh, yeah, like yeah, pretty yeah. early so yeah. I had squatting to, yeah. yeah and I was like fuck this you know nine is the number of holy completion in a lot of numerology wow are you a numerology guy a little bit wow it's just interesting Why? I don't know like here's the thing we again all of us are trying to find meaning in something yeah. mm-hmm. at least numbers is math you know what I mean and not mm-hmm. that I'm even a huge math person but like I was you know I was raised in the church and all that stuff but like at least you can a little bit more put the you know you can put the formulas together a little bit well, more well I was Formula raised Catholic and you telling me that is very exciting yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's great it's pretty and you're cool. a, you're a horoscope guy, guy right mm-hmm. you're okay. yeah I like them I like that I like tarot <laughs> um, it's fun how about you Eliza she uh, worships the devil yeah <laughs> <laughs> Holy Lord Satan. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Eliza Skinner. You can follow the podcast at, at Cool Playlist Pod. You can also find our website at coolplaylistpod.com, and you can find links to all the playlists we make and anything we talk about, and our Patreon. We don't have advertisers, so we rely on Patreon co-producers like you. The theme music is by Ross Bryant. The art and logo is by D. Billy at Duchess and the Queen Studio. And the podcast is produced by cool DJ Aristotle Acevedo. Oh, and you can always rate and review us on iTunes. Everybody loves that. Bye.